to me drinking by myself as per usual <laughs> my name is rachel and this is thoughts <laughs> a podcast where i get drunk and give you a summary of movies that i watched oh this is gonna be rough how are you doing today what are you up to nothing same here <laughs> i feel like dora asking questions like knowing i'm not gonna get any response so dumb I have a lot of exams, things due, all that jazz, but I've got everything turned in, knock on wood, and I actually started weeks in advance this time to get things done so I don't get so overwhelmed. Like, it's crazy how much stress you save yourself when you don't save every single thing until the day of. It's truly wild. Anywho, what are you doing today? What am I doing today? <gasps> yes! According to all known laws of aviation, there is no way that a bee should be able to fly. It is the bee movie! Oh my god, I'm so excited. I hadn't seen this movie in so many years, and so I was really excited to watch it. What am I doing? Let's get into this. So we start off. We meet Barry, who is voiced by Jerry Seinfeld. Seinfeld? Why did I say it like that? Seinfeld. Oh man. There are so many dumb jokes crammed into the first like 30 seconds it's so much but basically barry is getting ready for the day and he picks up his buddy adam who's voiced by um what's his nuts that played ferris bueller i can't remember his name anyway so they're going to their graduation and once again there's just a bunch of dumb jokes in a very short amount of time I'm like a minute into this and it's at the point watching this that I realized that so many things are going to be flying over my head. Oh my god, fly over my head like a bee? Thoughts? No. <laughs> okay, anywho. They keep making jokes. Finally, they show up to graduation. Uh, graduation is like two seconds long and then they immediately start figuring out what their jobs are going to be. And I get that they're bees, but everyone has such an unhealthy obsession with honey in this. It's really uncomfortable. So, Barry's figuring out during this time that bees are basically just alive so they can work 24-7 until they die. And they have one job forever, which relatable. <laughs> oh my god. So Barry's a lot like me in this sense. That I had this quarter-life crisis, realizing that I had to make a decision for something I'd be stuck doing for the rest of my life. And then I didn't know what I wanted to do, you know? So then, the jocks start flying in. And they're the ones that go outside of the hive and get the honey. And all of them look if... They look like... Like, you know Larry the Lobster from Spongebob? If he was a bee, like, I don't know if that makes any sense to you, but it does for me. Okay, moving on. So Barry starts pissing off the jocks because he's pretending to be one of them to get some hot girl bees to pay attention to him, which they keep making jokes about how all the girls are their cousins. But, you know, it is, it be like that. It be. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm struggling. Oh, okay. I'm really hot. Things are blurry. Okay. 
Anywho, the jacks start coming at him and they're just like, alrighty then, if you're really one of us, you're going to join us on this, um, six, what's the, miles, that's the word. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) You're going to join us on a six mile flight tomorrow and that is if you are man enough, or should I say be enough. So then Barry's trying to impress his hot cousins. So he's like, okay, I'm be enough. I'm down. So it's the next day and they're picking out jobs. So Adam's trying to figure out a job and Barry sneaks off to the jocks, I think, so he can see what the outside looks like. I'm not really sure. The plot probably isn't that hard to follow, but like, cut me some slack. (laughs) Okay, so I don't know if it's because he wants to impress his hot cousins or if he's having a crisis. I really don't. But they mention no flying in the rain and no talking to humans. It's so... At this point, I assume it's foreshadowing. So they start flying. And Barry sees the outside of the hive and he's like, well, shit, this is kind of wild. And he keeps talking to himself and laughing like, hold on, let me try to do it. Whoa! Or something like that. I can't do it. Like, picture Jerry Seinfeld just being like, I can't, whatever. Nope, it's a no for me. So the jocks start sucking out nectar and talking about pollen. Yada, yada, yada. And they keep flying around and they see this tennis ball that they think are flowers because they're dumb. And Barry gets stuck in, like, not in a tennis ball, but like on a tennis ball. Like a dumbass. And these suburban people start to play. So he's flying around all over the place. So somehow the suburban dude hits it. And it goes over the fence, like, into a busy street. And then he just starts bouncing all around town, nearly dying. And he's hitting cars, and then he flies off into a vent of this truck, and he still doesn't die. But he's flying over the place until he ends up in someone's car. And then they all freak the fuck out. And he finally gets out of the car, but then it magically starts raining. And like I said before, what was one of the rules? It was to not fly in the rain. I think I said that. <laughs> if I didn't, you're not supposed to fly in the rain. I think you're. Not, I think I said you're not supposed to fly in the rain and you're not supposed to talk to humans, which is just like a weird thing. Is it not talk to them? I don't know. <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so he falls down and he ends up landing inside the suburban couple's apartment. They shut the door, so he was stuck in there. And he falls into the guacamole, and then the one white dude catches the other white dude almost eating him, and as per usual, they freak the fuck out. So the original suburban dude puts on these boots, like on his hands, and he's like, stand back, these are winter boots, and is about to smush Barry. But then the suburban chick stops him and she's like, oh, don't hurt the little guy. Barry's like, I didn't know there were hot girls other than my cousins. This is kind of (laughs) sick. So then we learn that the suburban dude's name is Ken, because of course it is. And the suburban chick's name is Vanessa. Shouts out to Vanessa. (laughs) 
<laughs> so Barry goes back into the house because he's like, I've got to say something to her. Like, she saved my life, even though he's a bee, you know? <sighs> so then he's talking to himself. Like, he was, yeah, he was specifically told not to talk to humans. At least, I think, specifically. I can't really remember. <laughs> but then he's like, you like jazz? And then he starts talking to her, and she can hear him. And it's not as weird as it should be. Like, the weirdest thing was that she stabbed herself in the hand, like, with a fork. And didn't really seem as... Well, she didn't even seem that affected by that. It was... I don't know. She doesn't really seem that weirded out by a bee talking to her. And she didn't really seem that hurt by getting stabbed in the hand. I don't know. Vanessa's strange. So, they're just chatting it up, and based on the background, it appears that they talked for hours, like the sunset, and blah, 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 whatever. So, we learn that Vanessa's, like, obsessed with flowers, which is really hot to a bee, I guess. So, whatever. So, we're back in the beehive. Barry's telling Adam about his day, and Adam is like, what the fuck? And Barry straight up is like, bro, I found this hot human chick and she gave me this crumb of pound cake and he's, he basically wants to marry her. And so everyone's picking on Barry because he's an unemployed graduate, but he just, he's just fantasizing about Vanessa, you know, as you do. (laughs) Okay. Side note. I did not remember what this movie was about. Really? I genuinely didn't, but I certainly did not remember it being like this much about a bee having the hots for a human. And honestly, that's like basically the plot, I think. It's weird. Anyway. So he's fantasizing about her and it straight up ends with her crashing into a hill and blowing up, which is, you know, I am not kink shaming, but that is, it seems a little messed up. So he's back out into the world and is hanging out with Vanessa and her business is just called Vanessa's Flowers, like creative I think so. So they start talking, and he's like, yeah, we can't sting people or we'll die. And she's like, damn, that takes so much patience. And they end up in a grocery store, and Barry gets pissed off because they have a fuck ton of honey in there. And, like, Vanessa's like, "Uh, okay, drama (laughs) B. And I don't really get why Barry's so mad. Maybe it's, I think he thinks, like, we work so hard and you guys get the reward. I could write a paper about how Barry was like, I don't even know. So, anywho, (laughs) what was I doing? So, this dude in the grocery store hears Jerry Seinfeld's voice and is like, hello? So, they start having this little sword fight and he tells Barry that they get their honey from this place called Honey Farms. So, Barry starts chasing after this truck. I don't know. Whatever. So, Barry ends up on this windshield with a bunch of other bugs. And once again, he's nearly dead. But then he meets Chris Rock, who's a mosquito. (laughs) So, we get to Honey Farms. And the workers are like maniacally laughing, calling bees stupid and saying they're profiting off of their... Like, they're profiting off of them, which I guess is true, but, like, it's so weird. Like, do you ever just sit there and you're like, I'm so glad that the bees are so stupid and getting honey for us so we can reap the benefits. Like, it's a no for me, dog. But the guy is literally like, they make the honey, we make the money. 
So then he starts gassing all the beehives and Barry is like, what is happening? And he sees that there are like hundreds of hives and they're just taking honey from them. So Barry tries telling people in the hive about it and Barry brings it to the news, the bee news, and is like, I am suing the entire human race. Which, I don't know when this movie came out, but I don't remember that lawsuit. Anyway. (laughs) Okay, that was not funny, but I thought it was funny. Thank you. We cut back to the outside. uh, Where where he's with Vanessa. And then Ken is there now. And once again, Ken is just like weirdly calm for seeing a bee that can talk, you know? So Vanessa is like, hell yeah, I'll help you sue the human races. Chill, I'm, I'm down. And Vanessa kicks Ken out because he's like, I don't know. Like, she's into bees and not men. And then when he's leaving, <laughs> he literally screams like out into the abyss. And he's like, why is yogurt night so difficult? Which I hope I remember because I want to quote that. I don't know why. So, look here. I get that men are known to be trash, and we want to save the bees, but, like, come on, Vanessa. Ma'am. So, whatever. So we casually cut to a courtroom where everyone's, once again, way too casual about seeing bees talk. I don't get it. Literally, everyone just shrugs, and is like, okay, this is normal, I guess. But I wasn't paying too much attention for the, like, defendant's... Uh, side, but he sounded stupid. So then Barry is just like, okay, stop stealing from us, you big corporate pieces of shit. So then the court thing is over, and that night Ken is, like, over at Vanessa's or whatever, and he's over the bullshit, and he tries to kill Barry with a flamethrower, essentially, which, fair enough. Okay, a side note, there's a setting on the shower head that literally says lethal, which is just concerning to me. Why would someone make that? I don't know. I do not know. But anyway, so Vanessa stops him. And she's not even concerned about her bathroom being destroyed. That's that. Anyway, so we're back to the courtroom. And the defendants are like, so you want to have sex with a human? And your parents aren't even your parents because the queen is the one that has all of the bees. Like, that's weird. (laughs) And so then Adam is like, okay, fuck that guy. And he stings him right up the ass. And Adam starts dying and we're supposed to be sad even though, like, he knew this was going to happen if he stung someone, you know? Like, stupid is as stupid does, I guess. But Barry gets an idea from... Uh, secondhand smoke outside of the hospital room. <laughs> and it doesn't really make sense, but uh, I guess we'll find out. So, back again to the courtroom. And I guess Adam is fine now. Whatever. And Barry comes out with this bee smoker thing like that they smoked the hives with. And he basically makes the, fum- the, the um, <laughs> humans. <laughs> Words are hard. He makes them feel guilty. And the bees win. So they start shutting down the beehive, uh, or not the not the beehives. Uh, would you bee farms? Is that what they're called? Why am I blanking? Those things though, where the guys were maniacally laughing. They start like shutting down those places. 
And they're taking all the honey back from the humans. And the bees are killing it, right? Wrong. The jocks stop getting nectar. And just generally bees stop working. Like me. (laughs) The circle of life was like, no, no, no. This is not how life works. So all the flowers are dead. And bees are out of work. And life for everyone just sucks. And Barry's like, life is great. I wasn't wrong. And even hot girl Vanessa is like, um... Barry the Lorax is going to come out any minute. So Barry finally gets sad when Vanessa leaves to go to the Rose Bowl. And Barry is like, hey, let's go get some pollen from the Rose Bowl. (sighs) (sighs) Fix everything. So they break into the Rose Bowl and literally steal a float. And they casually get through the airport. Like, somehow pack it onto a plane. And then Barry goes up to the cockpit because the weather sucks. And they were going to delay the landing. But, you know, the flowers they stole were going to die by then. Like, if they got delayed, the flowers would be dead. So, clearly, if the weather sucks, go up to the cockpit. Tell the pilots, I don't care if it's safety. Keep flying, bitch. So, one thing leads to another. another, Whoa, words. Okay. One thing leads to another. And the pilot and cockpit. I meant to say co-pilot. I was going to say cockpilot. I'm screaming. Oh my god, I'm actually crying. Okay. The pilot and the co-pilot are unconscious. Okay. The pilot and the co-pilot are unconscious. Barry and Vanessa have to land the plane themselves. If you've ever seen airplane, yes. <laughs> so, all the bees go to help out and they support the plane because that's how it works. And they can't see the landing strip, so the other bees literally make this big ass flower shape for them to land on. Which concerns me because aren't they going to get smushed when the plane... Whatever. So all this time, I'm still concerned that they stole a float and are not in trouble or not going to get caught or whatever. So they land and life is great and they start pollinating with the stolen flowers. And Barry also gets a cool leather jacket and joins the jocks. So a weird cover of Here Comes the Sun starts playing and they magically fix everything. Oh, the flower shop is now also called Vanessa and Barry's Flowers. So if they're not blanking by now, I don't know when that'll happen. Um, yeah, I guess that's the end. Oh my god, I can't believe I almost said cockpilot. Wow. Okay, anyway. I think I'd give this movie a three out of five hot cousins. I don't know. Seriously, though, I guess the B movie was not nearly as good as I thought it was. Like, I think I because I say you like jazz so much, I assumed this movie was a banger. But really, it's just meh. Why am I so genuinely disappointed? I don't know. Okay. I'm gonna go take a nap now. That hurt my head. <laughs> as per usual, the link in the description... Go register to vote, help out the Black Lives Matter movement, all that jazz. (sighs) I hate myself. Be confident, positive, study a bit, 
and sleep a lot. (laughs) Have a lovely weekend and I'll talk at you next week. Bye friends.